Hey, listen up, everybody. Scotty's World is next. Jackpot. Here's to good friends. Hmm. Sort of an oaky afterbirth. Great Scott! How about... No, Scott. I'm not superstitious, but... I'm... I am a little stitious. Hey, mister, guess what I have for breakfast? What? Beans! <laughs> Scotty likes beans, don't you, Scotty? Great Scott! And... We're back. On this episode, we've got the man, the myth, the cook, the legend, the nurse, and every other thing in this fucking world, Alex Bueno. How you doing? I'm good. How are you, you got, Scott? I'm good, man. Listen, this was a huge achievement. I told you this before the episode. This is a huge achievement, and I thank Brando for this, who is sitting right here, brought his lovely, beautiful face here tonight, sitting back, relaxing, having a couple beers. The, the, the task here was to get you on, and it worked. It, it worked. Talk. No, talk a little bit. <laughs> no, man. I listen. I'm really happy you're on. That that was one of my goals this year for this first season was to have you on. So so thank you for being on. Well, well thanks for wanting to get me on. Yeah, today. <laughs> hey, you are here, and we're we're making it happen. And now to start out, this is great. The place didn't burn down. We came back after two hours of softball, um, and the candle was still burning. Now, thank God, if the place wasn't burnt down, and it also smelled great. Did it smell good? Did it, it, it smell it good? It smelled because? wonderful. It's, it's all right. Hey, that's but, perfect. But whose fault was it? You know, listen, if we're going to get into details, it was totally Paige's. I'll go with a 60-40, not a 50-50. It was Paige. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally her fucking fault. Um, so, with this episode, what really intrigued me is the things that you do because I, you know, I've only known you for two years now. I knew you a little bit before that, playing against the Rebels in softball and all that on Thursday night leagues. But at that time, you weren't doing what you're doing now, and that's you know working in the medical field, right? Right? Is yeah. that what it be termed as the medical field? Yeah. And you're doing what? What? So what are you? What? What are you doing now? I'm a nurse. I'm a float nurse at a hospital at Good Shepherd. Okay. So I'm there. It's good. It's good experience. I get to learn a lot. Yeah. Um, I'm coming up to my first year there, so that's awesome. That's good. Learning Congrats, absolutely. Um, so right now, I just recently got that that advanced cardiac life support certificate. Okay. Um, so with that now, they're probably going to start flowing me more to the cardiac floor, okay. to the ICUs. So it's been a lot to learn. It's been really good. Really what did what did that like what did it um require for the cardiac like moving on to or moving up to that like what you know what was it um in order to get that like certification is that what it will be it, it is so um your paramedics have the same certification that acls okay it's basically if someone crashes and is about to die on you and you're yeah. doing cpr you have the knowledge to know what medication so it your BLS is your basic life support, your CPR. Okay. You're gonna do your chest compressions, your yeah. breaths and stuff. Doing the ACLS kinda gives you that certification to know, okay, this person's in this heart rhythm, give them this medication, give them that medication. Mm-hmm. So it's just a little bit more, but a lot of the times in the <coughs> hospital you're gonna have your doctors come up. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry, I almost needed you to go cardio on me there. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, hey, we're about to go into the CPR stage of this. So, 
Now, how long did that take you? How long did that take you for the it cardio only, portion? It was only a two-day course. Okay. Oh, nice. So okay. Quick. Yeah. And then now how long did it take? Because I know it took you a little bit, a few months for nursing, right? Like for getting like the certification and, yeah. and getting into the medical field. It, how long did it take total? So I did chemistry first. I okay. majored at chemistry. Okay. And while I was there, I worked in a lab. Didn't okay. want to do the lab. I actually worked as a medical assistant first. Really? Okay. Yeah. I did dermatology for three years. Okay. Debating what I wanted to do. And then eventually I went in uh, nursing school. I okay. did a 16 month program. Yeah. Then had to uh, take the NCLEX. And then after that, find the job. So wow. it, luckily, 16 months wasn't bad. Yeah, right. But after working for a little bit, going back to school sucks. Yeah, yeah. That's. I, I believe it. I definitely believe it. That um, So now, where did you do the classes at? Like, where did you have to do all the classes? I was um, at Resurrection. Okay. In uh, Wicker Park, right in the city there. Okay. So, they were good. It wasn't yeah. bad. You went, like, four days a week. Not too bad. Yeah, not... Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but to be honest, you look at it in class, and you're like, I don't know any of this. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not used to going into patients' rooms in a hospital. It's kind of... I would say almost like a scary thing at okay. first. You're walking into this patient's room. You hear what they're there for, but you have zero clue yeah. what it actually means. Right? Yeah. Like all the medical term names, you don't know it at the time. You just walk in. So you just feel clueless in those rooms. But starting, I'm starting to feel more. Definitely there's still times now I walk in. I've been there for a year, so yeah. not too long. I'll get patients and I'll see what they're admitted for and you're like oh I've learned this before but you don't see it often so you almost gotta look it up and refresh okay yeah so it's good you're learning every day yeah right now now you're doing night shift like you said so what does it entail is it kind of like 24 on 24 off 12 on 12 what is, what is it with your schedule right now it's three 12 hour shifts a week okay so not bad yeah. Um, but working night shift, you definitely lose a day here and there trying to catch up on your sleep. Yeah. So you yeah, go yeah. in and I leave home 6 p.m. So I'll try to wake up from either sleeping for the day or a nap around 5 p.m. Okay. Yep. Go into work, get there at 6.30, and then you start looking up your patients. Then you get report. Then once you get report, you start your shift and then... Same thing happens. The morning people come in. They look up their patients. You give them report. And so it's good. This is a stupid question. Do you look up the patients like at home or do you get like all of your stuff from like email and all that? Or do you get in like when you get into the hospital no, and then you start looking at right, everything? Right when you get in. Okay. So right when you get in, you walk in and you look at the assignments. They normally have it printed up on a sheet where we're at. Okay. So you kind of look. You see who your patients are for the day. Okay. And you'll be able to tell. Which... Which will be interesting because if you do bring Krish on, yeah. she will have a different experience from the emergency room. Okay. Because with that one, she never knows who's coming in, right? Right, right, yeah. So she's coming in kind of, you get kind of blindsided, I guess, yeah. sort of. People show up and you're like, you just kind of got to go with it there. Yeah. This guy just got his ass cheek ripped off. You got to fucking sew it back on right now, Krisha. That would be insane. Could you imagine getting your ass cheek ripped off? Be terrible. That'd be, that'd be horrible. I guess. You have to squat over. Yeah, yeah. You, you hear the you, stories of the people come in that 
got something stuck up their ass. Oh, that's like, um, what's his name in Jackass when he shoves the car up his ass, the toy car up his ass, <laughs> and they see it in the x-ray of the car in the condo, right? <laughs> Which, if I was that person's nurse, there's no way I could walk up with a straight face yeah. and say, what so you're you? here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start from the beginning. <laughs> Your X-ray, I see uh, foreign objects. Stuck oh there. my God! <laughs> Are those wheels, uh, <laughs> Mister Mister Smith? Nice <laughs> I actually see the flame logo. <laughs> now, have you had any like ass-related situations like that? You walked into and you're like, oh Christ, here we go. Not not like stuck, but I'll tell them. Um, I'm I'm in nursing school. Yeah, and. I always told myself I cannot laugh in a patient's room. Like, that's disrespectful. Yeah, you got to right. keep a professional face. Right, right. So, we're in nursing school. It's me, another girl that I'm in nursing school with, mm-hmm. and a tech from that hospital that was kind of showing us what to do. Okay. So, we're, she's like, okay, let's go help adjust this lady. Well, we turn her on her side, and then as soon as we turn her off, the side she must have felt like a lot of a lot of relief because all of a sudden she starts ripping ass so it's (laughs) right and I thought okay like my uh, classmate was actually like she was short so she she was her head wasn't too far from like her ass and she was actually gonna go in there and wipe just to make sure she was clean I see her drop the wipe right away now we're at the point where the fart's not stopping, right? So, so, I'm, so I, have, I have enough time. I, I look at the tech. I look at my nursing school friend, and the fart's still going. I'm like, okay, I'm really biting my tongue now because I'm going to die. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I start taking off my gloves. I'm like, I'm not laughing in the room. I'm going to walk out of the room. So I take off my gloves. I walk the 10, 15 feet back to the door. I'm like, no, I can't walk out. I walk back. The fart's still going. I'm like, okay, I got to leave. Finally, when I walk back to the door, the fart finally stops. I take a deep breath. And I'm like, okay, I didn't laugh. The tech goes, oh, my. You should be in the Guinness Book of World Records. (laughs) I lost it. I started laughing so hard in the room. So you think what would you what do you think the amount of time that last fart lasted like how long it went for? At the time, I we were saying it was like a minute, but I didn't want to over exaggerate, so I I give it solid thirty seconds. Wow, which thirty seconds? It's a long time. Absolutely, there was I had a buddy in um, I had a buddy in high school that told me like he hadn't realized he hadn't pissed for like multiple 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 hours like maybe going on a day at one point and he said he finally went to the bathroom and when he went to the bathroom he just he couldn't stop peeing and he goes i went to piss for a solid minute and i looked at him i was like a minute that's it and then we said he was no no he goes do you understand he said 60 seconds is a long time to pee like 60 he was like it was definitely well over a minute that i just kept peeing and now, sometimes when I do go to the bathroom, I actually think about it. And I'm like, all right, what was it? Maybe like 15 seconds or something like that. You know? So I'm like, ah, what's this? Wasn't even close to a minute. This guy's spot on. 30 seconds for a fart. 
I mean, you're practically twerking your ass cheeks without having to dance. Like, that, you know what I'm saying? It's just going, you know, like, that, that's impressive. Yeah. Now, this is, like, batting, but was she, like, how heavy was the, the, the person? Big. Big? Mm-hmm. Big? Man. That, I, see, I give you a lot of credit and a lot of respect because I would have had to leave the room without question. <laughs> that, yeah, and it's it's horrible of me to say, but... I would have had to do it. And it's not to be an ass, but it's just like, I think it's the sound of farts, too, that are so <laughs> funny, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, they make a fucking fart machine, for Christ's sakes, to mess with people. And people would laugh about it if you were to hear it. So it's like, you know, what, what are you going to do? You're going to laugh. It's hysterical. Um, now, do you have a fart story that you may want to tell us? Uh, <laughs> I, thought, I thought we weren't telling the story. <laughs> Do you not want to tell it? Do you want to? Do you no. want to stay away from that story point? Oh, no, no, I, I, I can tell it since I, 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 <laughs> I feel I should have never mentioned. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You kind of you stepped into deep water when you told us that you had a story. I blame Brandon. Brandon said it's got to be on the podcast. <laughs> All right, so this last week, I, I've been trying to watch how many carbs I eat to, to oh for sure to, to lose some weight. Well, I get home, I'm like, okay, for breakfast, I got home from work, it's morning. I'm like, okay, let me get some, um, let, me, let me have a protein shake. I'm like, I didn't feel like eggs that morning, so I poured the protein in, I poured, what I got, peanut butter, or some other stuff. Okay. And then I go to get the almond milk, and the almond milk that I put in the fridge the night before is gone. So I'm sitting there like, wow, there's regular milk. And I'm like, Vinny, I, I'm lactose intolerant. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, but everything's in the blender already, I get can't just leave it yeah right so i'm like okay <laughs> we'll go why well, pour it and i drink it I go, maybe it won't be that bad so i do i drink it and everything's okay because Vinny says his comes on right away the, yeah the yeah you said probably give him like 30 minutes i think yeah. or something like that yeah so so that's in the morning i have to go back to work that night mm-hmm. so i get there and i'm getting a report and i'm like wow my my stomach's bubbly it's really bubbly. <laughs> and, and when you are lactose intolerant and you drink Bubble milk, guts. it smells yeah. awful, those farts. Right. So I'm sitting there. I finished getting report. Now there's a nurse from before and another nurse. They're getting report. And I'm like, wow, I really got to pass gas. So they... They're like, okay, they're finally like, they look at me, they're like, oh, we're going to go meet our patients. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. They'll be gone for five, ten minutes. I can pass my gas and be happy. So I let loose here, and I'm like, wow, this smells awful. <laughs> Not even 30 seconds later, they come back. And uh, the one nurse Surprise. that was going to stay here <laughs> goes, wow, it really smells like stool in the air. And she takes a sniff. And I'm sitting there having to keep a straight face. The other one takes a sniff, you know. And goes, and it's awful. Goes, maybe, maybe one of the patients just farted. And I'm like, I, you know, you're shaking your head yes and looking at the computer. And they're sitting there. And uh, finally, the nurse who said it, someone just farted. <laughs> walk, walk, they were getting ready to leave and goes, it smells like someone just shit themselves. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, that's me. Like... <laughs> They notice your typing's like getting louder too as you're moving. <laughs> yeah. Would you say that protein farts or post beer farts are worse? 
Because protein is pretty, like, protein farts are pretty intense. You, you brought, I, I think protein, to be honest. You think so? Yeah. Okay. I think beer farts almost smell more like beer than they do yeah. farts. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I Excuse me. I think protein farts are pretty vicious. <laughs> like, you know, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't, don't ask me why because I don't know. But I just think that protein farts are very, they're almost like concentrated. Like, they're more concentrated than beer farts. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but I'm glad that more people have told me that they get the protein farts. Because yeah. when I started drinking protein, I'm like, this isn't right. <laughs> You're like, I feel your pain. Yeah. <laughs> now, when did you know that you were lactose intolerant? Oh, uh, yeah. well, I, the only thing that I really am sensitive to okay. is milk. Milk? Okay. If I drink milk, that will get me every time yeah taco bell gets me and um but cheese i can eat maybe if i eat too much i might get it okay but yeah it's really just straight so, glass of milk they so would really you say it's like a mild case of like lactose intolerance? okay but when you drink the milk it's bad yeah what about ice cream i was gonna say oh, so ice cream the only one that gets me is overweight <laughs> i get overweight ice cream <laughs> Within, I am like Vinny on that one. Within that hour, I'm in the bathroom. Yeah, right, I'm right. I'm not in it for an hour, but... It's, I, but I, it's, I, I, it's I, within I, the hour. Yes. That and Buffalo Wild Wings. Just like random. Oh, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, yeah. I don't even... I eat straight to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's like... Uh, like, Buffalo Wild Wings, I actually... I, I don't go that often, but like when I do, I really don't have an issue. But I will say with Gators, the, the, the garlic Buffalo Wings... They don't shoot right through me, but it's going to be a decently long trip through the day, the the following, you know. And naturally so. There's a lot of grease in the buffalo sauce and all that, but that garlic just really fucks me up pretty good, you know. The garlic's strong, too. Like, I wake up the next day and Paige's like, did you go to Gators? And I'm like, yeah, I went to Gators. Like, yeah, you can smell the garlic, I know. (laughs) It's bad. but It's only Gators, though. Yeah, it's uh, for me. Yeah, only guys. You know what else I've really had issues with recently, and I love it. Uh, people get the wrong impression when I say I have issues with it. I have issues with it, but I love it. Home run and pizza. I've it's never had it. Really? You never had home run and pizza? The frozen, frozen pizzas? Ones. I've yeah, had a frozen, frozen one once. Okay. Oh, the frozen ones. Yeah, the frozen ones. Like, no, I'm like sorry. Yeah, the frozen ones are. I've been having issues with them. I, I feel like I'm I'm going through a, another round of the flu when I have a, uh, a home run and pizza now, and it's devastating because I love their frozen pizzas. I love them. I think they're great. Now I've been on the screaming like the screaming Sicilian. If you ever had that one, those are delicious. Yeah, those are very good. Highly recommended. That should be a good night shift meal for you. I told you <laughs> when I when I was doing night shift, I would. I mean, your your schedule is so as people say bass backwards. It's it's literally it's ass backwards. It's. You, I would get in at 9 o'clock at night, and I told you guys I would get home at maybe like 8-ish, 9-ish in the morning, and I would make a frozen pizza. There were multiple times I would buy guac and just eat a full thing of guac and chips and then pass out. <laughs> now, I will say what you mentioned, too. I'm on the same page as you. I would rather – so your schedule's so fucking twisted when you're on the night shift. And it's, it's, it's difficult. You know, it's difficult. You're living an entirely different life when you're on the night shift. And um, when I was doing night shift, I would probably take a four-hour nap, wake up maybe around like noonish, like you yeah. said you would, 
maybe enjoy a little bit of the day and then go back to sleep for like a quick like hour or two nap and then get up and get ready to go. When you did night shift, how many days a week were you working? So it it was um it was still it wasn't the twelve or you know the three twelves. It definitely wasn't that. Um, but what I was doing was five days a week, just five days a week. It was with Mariano. Two days off. Um, yeah, two days off. I would find that much harder than three days because at yeah. least I get four days off a week. Yeah. Where I'm, I might schedule to have either I might work all three in a row and get four. Yeah, in a that's row true. Off. Okay. Or I'll do, we'll get a stretch and at least I get one day to catch up on sleep. Yeah. And that kind of can somewhat change your schedule back yeah right i feel like when you're five days and only two days yeah you're on that then when you're on your days off you're up yeah no one else is and that's a tough part yes i I fully agree with that that's that's one of the most miserable parts of miserable parts about it too is that the one nice thing was like managing so like i kind of got to work my schedule but i'm also that type of person like with management where I would feel guilty doing something like that where I'm taking Saturday off. You know, I'm, I'm getting my Saturdays and making these other people work. Now, a lot of these people did want to work night shift. Like, they, they chose that. And I chose it, but that was also one of the few choices that I gave myself when I, you know, when I came back from Europe with baseball. So, like, when I was doing night shift, as much as I hated it, it was kind of the choice I had to make to do it. But, agree, like, you know, I, I still think the 12s would be tough, though. I mean, that's a long... That's half a day that you're staying awake yeah, well, on, on your, you know, on, on the night. When you're working 12s, no matter if you're days or nights, that's your whole day. You got to think, I leave at 6 a.m. or 6 p.m. to mm-hmm. go to work, and I don't get back till 8, 8.30. Okay. By the time you're done giving a report and everything, yeah. you're back home at 8, 8.30. So you're looking at you're gone for fourteen hours. So you got ten hours of the day. Yeah, right. And there's really not much okay. left. So it, it's quick. Yeah, it is pretty. Uh, yeah, that is quick. I, now, when do you feel as though? So one thing I always talked about people or talked to people about with night shift was when did you feel like your body finally adapted to the night hours instead of the day hours? Because that's uh, you're making you're you're literally you're changing your lifestyle, like your your sleep cycle when you when you go to the night shift. Right. What do you feel? When do you feel was that breaking point where like you felt like good, like not not good, but like you felt like you could handle that and you're fine? Uh, you know, I felt like right away I was able to at least stay up. Okay. I was, before doing night shift, I was a morning person. Okay. So, I'd wake up. I'd rarely, rarely sleep past 9 a.m. Like, anything past 9 a.m. was... (laughs) This guy's nuts. (laughs) (laughs) That that was it. And I think that was also part just with, like, the hunting and all that. Mm -hmm. You're up early for it. Right, right. So, going to night shift now, even if I'm off for a stretch... I can sleep till noon, one o'clock. Yeah, like I, it, you feel like you waste your day, but yeah, it's out. It's almost you almost feel like you're catching up on your sleep. Yes. Yep. Then you gotta learn how to sleep during the day. Yep. Which isn't always easy. That's gotta be crazy with the light and everything. Oh yeah, yeah. it's it's nuts. I mean, you you also and like I don't know how like how you are with sleeping, but like when I would get home, I did one of two things. I would either sleep in my parents' bedroom. Because they were on the other side of the house, so like the sun was at a different angle at that point. But then 
when I got my room, when I came back from Europe, I had curtains thanks to my sister. So one thing with my sister's room, we never repainted it. So I had a solid yellow and green room. Was it yellow and green? Packers. It was like yeah, it was like yellow and green. Maybe I think it was something like that. I gotta look again. It's still the same color. It might be pink and green actually. Now that I think about it, fuck it, whatever. I liked it. I think Paige would always give me shit too. She'd be like, "You're gonna change your clothes in this room." I was like, "No, you're the only one that's in it. What do I give a shit?" <laughs> so, are you kidding? I don't need. I don't need to change this. I'm not being judged by anyone. But that I needed the darkness too. Like I, there were times I could sleep in the basement too. But at that point, I was so used. I got used to just needing the white noise. The white noise is all I needed, and if I had that, I could sleep for hours. Would you be able to sleep through from the morning till your neck, like till at least four or five p.m. Or would you always wake up a little bit? I I would wake up a little bit. I'm 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 the same way as you, where I could break those hours up. Um, I think it's like a mentality too, where you kind of just you you allow your mind to like grow to like what you're used to too. So like. When when I first did night shift, I would go, like you said, I could go to like 1, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, granted, I was also, when I first did night shift, I wasn't like managing, so I wasn't doing extra additional hours. Mm-hmm. So when I was just a you know an hourly employee that was there, I'd get off right away at like 5, 6 a.m. I think it was probably 6. Um, I'd get out of there and I'd go home. And then now, you think about it, if I get home at 7, which I'd be well... I'd be home well before seven because I, I literally I clock out and head home and I was in Arlington, head to Palatine. So I usually be in bed by seven, seven thirty. If I sleep till one o'clock, two o'clock, I mean that's I've now gotten six hours of sleep, which I'm good. I get up, you know, spend a little time, enjoy the day, and then go right back to sleep because I'll have to be back in there at about I think it was maybe around it was about eight or nine. Eight or nine is when I'd go in. I think that's tougher to go in at eight or nine. Yeah. Opposed to 5 p.m. It's still light out. Yes. Knowing people are still enjoying their day and so, most people are getting home at that time yeah, from work. Yeah, getting off work. Yeah. It, I, one, that's one thing that I felt at my age because I was also younger. Like, I mean, you're, you're what, 29, 28? 20. 28. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's see. I've been at my, my place. So I was, yeah, I was probably on night shift about, I think, between 20. Two or twenty-three to about. I've been at my place for five years now, so until about twenty-six, yeah, till about twenty-six, I was I was doing it, and I feel like that's also a different age age gap. You know, at twenty-eight, you're very well set, and you you know you know your priorities, and you understand like you know what you want to do, and you know what you want to do now. Um, I guess like at that point when I was twenty-two, twenty-three, I. I felt like I was missing out. I felt like I was missing out on, you know, seeing my friends because all my friends were on different, my friends were all on a, a, a standard schedule, if you will. And, and you know, living like the corporate life, whatever it was, you know, weekends off, you know, all that kind of shit. So I think I kind of looked at it as, man, I'm, I'm missing out. But at the same time, I was also able to make time for them too, as much as they were able to make time for me. And I think that's one of the cool things. But I, I, I like that you only have to do three twelves. I, right. I agree with you. I think that's awesome that you only have to do three twelves, and then you've got, you've got this nice gap, regardless of if it's a four straight or you know here there you know whatever it may be. That's kind of nice. It's very nice. It's like if you're going on vacation, you take your three days off. You can have fifteen days off in a row. Is it fifteen? It's something. Is it? Okay. Because yeah, it's seven, three. That sounds amazing. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine 15 days off? But with three vacation days. So, yeah. not bad. 
Like, I'm going on that elk hunt in October, so I have a okay. week off. And I'm working the first few days of that week. And I'm probably not... I'm probably going to get a nice long stretch off. Yeah. So that will be very nice. Oh. I... It feels very nice for me when you say it'll be very nice. I'm just like imagining <laughs> yeah. that the that, that the pleasure of like enjoying that. Yeah. Um now, okay, I think we're right where I want to be here. I want to get into the hunting thing. Because this is, you know, this is where the cooking comes from, right? You know, with, with the the meats and all that stuff. When did you start hunting? When did you get into hunting? So the first time I went out hunting was my sophomore year of college. Okay. We got a buddy Nick Doe. Yep. And I remember he used to always go hunting growing up, and I would always say, bring me with, I want to go. But as I've learned, getting to bring someone hunting is not easy. Yeah. There's a long process to it. You like, especially me, I had never even shot a gun before. Right, right. So finally, my sophomore year, they brought me to the shooting range, the trap range, and they gave me this old single shot gun. (laughs) And we were shooting trap. I shot 23 out of 25 clays, and they're like, come bird hunting with me. I have never shot anywhere near that. (laughs) 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 It was 100% beginner's luck. But then, so then they brought me, we went to this uh, pheasant hunt. Yeah. And it was a few friends. We went there, and that was really when I got into it. So we did that hunt. It was a great time. It was the best part was we got two dogs to hunt behind. Okay. And yeah. that's always a cool thing. When you're hunting with dogs. Yeah. Now, are those Nick Nick's dogs or is it? There were a guide's dog. Okay. So, they were Britney's, which I had no clue what a Britney was at the time. Yeah. I actually but, thought you were talking about a girl that you guys met named Britney. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, she sounds like a great gal to lend her dogs. Like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's the type of dog Britney's. And they will, they, they would point. So they'd be running up back and forth in the field, making sure that they stay close to you so yeah. that they don't flush them out or anything. But they, they're they like looking for these birds and once they find it and get onto the point, they lift one leg up and they just stare at it until you get closer to it. And then the guide who had trained them can tell them like either scare the bird up or whatnot. And once, a bird, once they scare the bird up, you can shoot. So that, right, pull. That to me is really the cool was the coolest part was watching the yeah. dogs work right then getting the hunt and then you get the birds and you come and you cook the birds uh, that was cool that's insane that yeah. so now is it more often that you guys have like tried to hunt with the dogs or do you guys like now at this point with the hunting you're kind of doing your own thing and just looking yeah so i we actually don't upland hunt We've really gotten into waterfowl, ducks, geese, okay, All and right. deer. Okay. So I am doing elk hunt, but I have never done that before. Okay. Um, Where are you going? Yeah. To Colorado. So I'm no. going to Colorado. Okay. To That's the, your second trip then? So, yeah, this yeah, will be my second trip to Colorado this year. And, yeah, I have never done an elk hunt. You're okay. Going I'm going with Todd. Oh, yeah. Tennis. He sounds like a good guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when when are you guys going? I told so he actually he's a doctor. I used to work with a dermatologist. Okay. I used to work with, and so I became good friends with him. Yeah. We he has a lot of property that allows me to hunt. So okay. I would say, other than Nick 
bringing me to hunt that first time and then kind of continuing to bring me it was kind of we were always on public land and public land can be harder yeah then once i started working with the dermatologist we found out we both hunted and we were both starting to hunt he's like come hang out let's go do it and ever since that that's allowed me the opportunity where he's always like come up he invites me basically every weekend he's like let's go up let's yeah go up. right he's got a couple places in wisconsin so having so very lucky with that connection yeah absolutely yeah and he actually had like a bid that won this elk hunt yeah and he i got lucky enough that he invited me to go be the second hunter on it yeah so that's kind of how that one happened so that's it'll awesome. be cool that's yeah so is this like now with the elk hunt is this like the season like it's elk season like is there because there's and there's certain seasons like hunting season i get it but isn't there like certain seasons for the animals or yes. no yeah okay so I don't know all of them off the top of my head. Okay. Archery deer is longer. So that one's normally September 15, I think, in Wisconsin, and it goes straight through January, sometime in January. Okay. In Illinois, it starts October through January. Mm-hmm. Gun season for those, you get like nine days of gun season for a buck in Wisconsin. Really? And like, That's it? Yeah. Well, it's... Is that it's, a lot, though? Depends depends right okay but a lot of people focus a lot on it and that's why people will go do archery hunting because you, okay. you get that extended season god so. i would just go hawkeye on those motherfuckers <laughs> 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 just fucking going nuts with those arrows i like now riddle me this would a good archer be able to pierce them and kill them with one arrow yes um, most people will. The reason is... Oh, I wouldn't even... I look like Jack Black in year one when he's like, tonight we feast. And he shoots that stick and it just bounces off the thing. <laughs> so it, there, there's a lot of things that go into taking a shot at any animal, right? Okay, right. So you're taking the shot at a deer. You got to make sure you practice. You don't want yeah, a bad shot. Right. You hit it in the gut. You're not... It's basically you're not going to get a second shot in any animal. Okay. Because as soon as you hit it right. or you miss, they're It'll take off. off. Right. So you really got to make sure you're practicing that you're going to get that good shot, that it's going to be quick if you do end up getting an animal. Right. And um, you use what are called broadheads. And they're like an inch in diameter, but they're like blades on your arrow. Okay. So what they'll do is kind of um, cut through. And a lot of times actually go right through a deer. So that, if you get the lungs and the heart, right. it's yeah, the yeah. best shot to get. Oh, my God. It's not going to ruin any meat either. You, correct. <sighs> no shit. Okay. Now, why is, uh, why is that? That you don't ruin any meat? Yeah. If you hit too far up, you might be hitting right into their muscles, right? Their shoulders. Okay. All right. They could survive that, and now they're injured, and you don't want okay. that. Right. Um, uh, in case anyone's wondering, that's not a fucking half-court buzzer either. That's a goddamn dryer machine. Go ahead, Blaine. <laughs> you're good. Um, you don't want to hit the guts, because that will go ahead, and that will make them run, and actually will not really ever kill an animal. Um, it could, but they're going to be able to go a long distance before. So okay. at least with the lungs and the heart... They're not, for the most part, going to go that, that far. They can. Right. 
but it's usually going to be the most ethical shot. Yeah. They're not really... I actually don't know this one, but any... I don't think uh, arrow... Because some people with rifles will take a headshot. Oh. Um, Jesus. <laughs> Straight to the I, dome. I would never do dome that. Dome shot. Um, Could you imagine missing and then hitting him in the eye? I'd feel so bad because then I just blinded him and he's going to take off running. You know, you know what? That's the shot that happens that I hear most with that. You hit him in the jaw, so now oh. they have a hurt jaw, but they're but they're going to get away because they got all four legs and they're fucking <laughs> taking off. Yeah. Oh, I would feel like th- I'd be the worst hunter in the world. I've gone clay shooting with my uncle before, and I. You know, <laughs> I did fine. Like, I started off really bad. But then I got better as we went round by round. I feel like I'd be the worst hunter because if I missed, I'd probably shoot and be like, shit! And then the thing would just take off running because I'd scare it. Probably not even from the shot, but from me screaming shit while I'm trying to, you know, hit it. And then I miss. But I would say... So, did you ever play duck hunt with... Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I always tell people that when you waterfowl hunt... That it's like that. Okay. So you're, it's it's become one of our favorite hunts to do. Okay. Now you're, what is it? Waterfowl. Waterfowl like ducks and geese. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So you're kind of sitting there in a blind, and you're shooting the shit because when you're with deer, you got to make sure you don't smell because they have really good uh, noses. Okay. All so right. So you got to make sure that your scent is like flawless. Really. Yes. You're like spraying yourself down. You keep your clothing in separate bags. Mm. You're like, and then noises and movements. You just gotta like, drawing back an arrow with deer in front of you is not easy. They are more than like, there's a good chance of them just staying away from you. you. Yeah. It's not like ice fishing. Like, if that deer met me eye to eye, I couldn't even cut loose the arrow because I'd be so scared. But also, I'd feel so bad. I'd be like, you're looking at the last person you'll ever see in your life when I'm about to shoot this arrow into your fucking eye and then miss. And then you take <laughs> off running and survive until some shitty cougar kills you. <laughs> I have the first deer I ever shot, awful experience. Yeah. So... <laughs> I don't know if I've ever told Brandon this story. I don't know. So it was pretty gruesome, and I questioned if I'd ever hunt again in my life. So I'm sitting there in the stand. Now it's gone three, four years, and I've never shot a deer. And I'm there with Todd, and he's like, he's also on his third, fourth year. He's never shot a deer. So this year comes around, it's like, we're not waiting for a buck. We can shoot a doe. We want the meat. We want this experience. We said, if it's brown, it's down. So we're going to shoot a deer that walks in front of us and get our first deer, and we're going to eat it, and we're going to be happy. Well, it's opening day Wisconsin rifle, and I had five doe walk right in front of me. I'm like, this is it. Your heart starts racing. You're shaking uncontrollably. And I go to lift up my gun. I'm like doing it really slowly so that they don't see me. And the butt of my gun hits a shooting rail. Dink! They all, all the deer look at me and run away. So I'm sitting there and I'm all pissed. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I just ruined this spot for the rest of the day. Well, 
I'm sitting there thinking of over and over the situation. Like, I just messed this up. Maybe an hour and a half later comes by and two smaller deer come by. So one deer is walking in and is they got both behind a tree. This time I was very careful. I brought up my gun. It's a clink. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. I take a shot and I see the shot. I hit the deer. I aim for the lungs. Well, my shot was a little low and I actually basically was like cutting open the stomach and I just saw all the guts come out. Oh the my problem God. was, was, oh, for was sure. I didn't hit any lungs. Still so alive. the deer is still alive. It was 10 yards in front of me when I took the shot. It ran 10 to 15 yards to my right. So now it took a seat and it's, oh. and it's sitting there with its guts hanging out that it just dragged on the ground. You and it's the meat. Yeah. No, the meat's up in the <laughs> shoulders and legs, so we're fine. <laughs> but, but this is where the drama came. The deer's in there, and it's down, and it's looking at me. Oh, oh my cry. God. I couldn't I, do it. I, I thought I was going to cry. It's Bambi. I, it's Bambi. So, 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 so I'm sitting there. Bambi and, Bambi and Bueno. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like... You're going to make it. What, what am I going to do? So I look at it and I'm like, okay, the way it's facing at me, I go, the only really shot I have is a headshot. If I take this headshot, the bullet's going to go through and it's going to hit every other part of the body the way it was facing me. So not only did I hit a headshot, I'm going to ruin all the meat. So I'm like, so I'm like, what's a, so like, what's the most ethical thing to do at this point? No. This thing's suffering. But if you shoot again, it's just going to go to waste. So I, I look again and it's still looking at me. The second deer that was with it came back to look for it. I'm sitting in my chair like, what is going on? I am never going to hunt again. I am never going to do this. So I actually, The second deer's like, Bambi! Bambi! <laughs> so... I actually, two, two dogs I actually go into my stand and fate, like kind of scoot my ass to the like so that my back's to the back of it because I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so so finally I'm like, you know what? It, it can't suffer. Yeah. I got to shoot it again. Well, as I'm getting back ready to go and I'm like, okay, this is going to happen. This is awful. <laughs> the, the deer gets up. <laughs> I'm like, is this thing really gonna run away from me? <laughs> it goes and it starts running. And I put my rifle right on it. It goes about ten more yards. I'm about to take the shot, and it collapses and it dies right there. Oh, oh Jesus! But I could not. I could not I tell you how long. Yeah, for sure. Like, like the thing was probably looking at me for five minutes or so. Right? It was. Felt for uh, it felt like hours. I didn't know what to do. I had never shot a deer before, and this thing is looking at me, and I just did like the worst possible thing. I made it suffer. It, I'm, I'm, I, I was sitting there. I'm, you're, you're shaking because your adrenaline's running, but I'm sitting there. I'm like, I'm not doing this ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, 
terrible. I'm with Brandon. As soon as I, but the thing is, the difference between like, like me, like seeing it running away too. As soon as I would have clipped it, and it would have just opened up its gates of guts, I would have been like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a curled, I'm a oh yeah, I would have gotten so out of there so fast because I just can't handle. The gore and shit like that. <laughs> I uh, I just can't handle that stuff. But I, I, like I said, like I've done the clay shooting and that was a lot of fun. I just I don't think I'd have the heart to do it. I don't think I'd have the heart to 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 kill a deer. I think I'd be more heartbroken after shooting it. And like I said, I'd probably miss anyway. So it actually would benefit them if I was a hunter because I would probably fucking missing a heartbeat but um what would you say is your so now you're you're into the whole you've been doing the hunting for how long so now we're about eight years okay eight years okay Mm -hmm. so you've been doing your tacos for how long about four years four years now four years ago we started what, what made you decide Four years ago to decide to do the tacos was it because of the hunting was it with the hunting that made you realize you've got the meat you've got the product like you can do this so it was actually more so i i've kind of always had an interest in cooking okay and for the taco part of it we were gonna my cousin had just my cousin nikki he mm-hmm. had just bought a place and he's like i'm gonna have a housewarming party he goes, I'm going to hire the ta- this taco guy that my brother is going to have at his daughter's birthday. We go to the daughter's birthday and we go and eat tacos. And I'm like, let's buy a grill because I can make like tacos ten times better. Yeah. Than this. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this guy's not even Hispanic. He's white. I'm like, <laughs> yes! <laughs> okay, but Bueno's mom... Probably makes one of the best crispy tacos I've ever had. Really? We've talked so we it's the speaking best of these ever. spry tacos. So now is this like a like mother like son? Well, so they're different for sure. They're different. Okay, they're, all right. They're very Americanized, I would say. Okay, maybe Asian egg rolled wise, really? right? The best tacos. Brandon could. When, when we were growing up, Brandon could pound these tacos. Still can. <laughs> and, Still can. Still going strong. <laughs> so we were talking about it the other day and it was like, if we were ever to open up a restaurant, mm-hmm. what tacos would do better? And it was a debate. Of course, I'm going, my tacos are going to be better. My mom said, and my both my mom and my dad said, we think her tacos would be better sellers because they're more unique yeah they're yeah. simple okay at the same they're, time. they're very yeah. simple because it's what beans cheese and like chicken usually yeah shredded yeah. chicken it's, it's beans, ridiculously good some taco seasoning in it you put it in and you fry it up it, they're really good okay all right so there we'll have to have you over for it don't threaten me with a good time oh my <laughs> god <laughs> i'd love to spend time with the bueno family yet this guy even told me he said it'd be a, it'd be a party even doing a uh, a podcast with the Bueno family, <laughs> which I we might have to just pencil that in. Then actually, we'll just do that. And so tacos. yeah, yes, yeah, it's, it'll be perfect. We'll do tacos and a podcast that night. What? So now, would you say was was your family was your mom your inspiration with like getting more into the tacos, or was it just the party? Like when you went there and well, like growing up, 
I, it's been it's become a lot more popular, I would say, in the last four or five years. Yeah. But I don't know when the first time you guys heard about, it, but Mexicans, the best parties were when they hired a taco guy. The taco yeah. guy would bring the grill. Yeah. And you would just eat a ton of tacos, and it was like it wasn't common for us, but we knew about them. And we would get them every so often, but when we got them, it was we were super excited about it. Yeah. So it was kind of off of that. It was like we knew how exciting it was, and then when we did it, we actually knew like okay, Mexicans know it, but how much do Americans and other cultures know about hiring a taco stand to cater for them for a party? Okay. So that's kind of where we're like oh. We weren't sure if we were going to do it, but then when we were at this party, someone was like, oh, can you cater for this person? We're like, well, we don't know what we're doing, but sure, we'll try. Yeah, yeah, give it a shot. And we did it, and it was a huge success. So so then after that, we kind of kept booking parties. Yeah. So it it was a good experience. I mean, it, after having them multiple times now, they are, they they are the best. Like, they are, they're the goat of the tacos. Like, I will say my favorite out of the out of the majority of them are the El Pastor. The El Pastor yeah. are just undeniably the best El Pastor tacos I've ever had. Because that's what you <laughs> want the cooler for, right? Yes. That That's right. Now was it Venice though? Was it Venice El Pastor or So it was my buddy Todd goes, Hunty is having a cooking contest. We need to enter recipes. Well, I'm like... No, sorry. Before you keep going, Hunt to Eat, is that was that on Instagram when you guys came across them, or was it... Yes, they're like a shirt company. I'm actually... Oh, I'm uh, look at that. Nice. nice. Okay. All right. No. Can you believe it? They didn't send me a shirt. Oh, <laughs> shit. They gave you all this other expensive, you know, merchandise. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you got a Yeti cooler out of it, right? It's like $600. Yeah. You got a whole bunch of stuff. It was thousands of dollars for winning. Yeah. So now, so sorry. Go ahead. Continue with your source so of Todd. Like, what am I going to make? I'm like, what should I make? What should I make? And I'm like, well, with the tacos, the Alpa store is awesome. I go, it's going to be awesome with deer meat. Mm-hmm. So I marinated it up. I took some pictures. I sent it in. You only send the recipe in. So it's, they really, really probably go off your pictures. And then the top three, they cooked and they did like a live stream oh, really? and they they followed your recipe to a T. So I was up against like a stuffed venison pepper, some like pistachio crusted duck. Wow. And uh, my venison al pastor. And they follow your recipes. They make them in front of like the TV audience yeah. for the hunting community, whatever it was yeah. on. Okay. And I had actually like I submitted. I didn't hear anything. I was in India for a wedding. And I'm about to fly back. And I had reception at the airport. And I look and I get an email. It goes, you've been selected as a top three. There will be a live cooking tonight. And I'm thinking, I'm like, who do I contact? How? So I'm starting to go on Snapchat. And whoever I can see is like, hey, I'm on the top three. I'm going to be on a flight for the next 12, 14 hours. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to watch. Can you let me know? So I'm trying to figure out how. I'm like my old coworkers who still work with the doctor. I yeah. sent them messages. I'm like, hey, can you please let him know that I'm on it? Can you let this person know? And I texted a few of my cousins. I'm mm-hmm. like, it's going to be on this. And I'm just like, wow, I'm a top three contestant. This is 
not. I mean, I, they're out of hundreds of thousands of people. No, correct? no, I wish no. it was like I think eighty. That's still fucking we'll awesome. Hundreds. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, we'll cut that out. Hundreds of thousands. <laughs> That's still eighty is is very impressive. So yeah. sorry, keep going. So, so then I go on this fourteen hour flight. I could not stop thinking about it. Yeah. I'm like, I wonder how it went. Finally, I arrive. I turn on my phone, and everyone who I had just uh, who I texted before, everyone, I'm there. I'm getting messages. I'm like, oh shit, what happened? And I look, and they're like, you won. They're like, unreal. You won. I had uh, Vicky, my girlfriend. Yeah. She record. We weren't sure if I was going to be able to see it again. Yeah, right. She was recording it with her phone to make sure <laughs> to make sure that I could watch it. That's amazing. That's that's incredible. Yeah, and kudos to you. 80,800, 80, The fact that you won, and the fact that they didn't even get the full bueno effect either. Sure. All they got was the recipe. They didn't get the full product of you making it, which is ridiculous you know that's 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 that that should be some gordon ramsay shit where you guys get to go in front of him and make them now and i guarantee you still would have won not to shame the other two losers but sorry yes <laughs> you didn't have a chance but no i like that's incredible it's incredible that you did that and you got a lot of good merchandise prizes out of it yeah yeah I remember seeing the photos, and your sister took the photos, I believe, right? Yes. Yeah? I remember your, so, your sister getting the, the credit for the photos. I actually remember seeing it on Instagram when you did it, and how I, I texted Paige. I was like, oh, shit. He just Bueno just won some fucking competition <laughs> with his tacos. I was like, he's killing it. He's going in. I mean, it's, it's, impre- it's impressive. It's incredible the, the, like, the, the quality your food has when you make the tacos. It's not just to say that because you're my Where, friend. Are you, or, you sucking know, up? <laughs> Listen, hey, is my you nose brown? Is my nose brown? <laughs> I was actually hoping we were going to get him for this episode, but I feel we got fucking shafted. <laughs> <laughs> no, they are. Dude, they're, 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 they are the bee's knees. Like, they are good. I'm like the bueno's knees. <laughs> now you've got to try the crispy one. Oh, my God. I haven't the, had them in a while. You, you haven't. And I, I actually had them. Few weeks ago, bastard. And my, you my dirty mom's bastard. making him, and I look at my mom like, we really gotta have Brandon over. Like, <laughs> like every time when we were younger, Brandon was like, make sure I'm over because yeah. Brandon, Brandon we, you were yeah. over all the time oh, yeah. when we were younger. Oh yeah, because so, your dad would make like flame and yon and everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, come from Costco, like flame and yon and what crab legs, and your mom always had crab. <sighs> Could you imagine having crab of those crispy tacos? That'd be. Whew. That'd be you intense. Don't like fish taco, do you? That's, oh, that's yeah. Fish tacos got to be. The reason was everyone had always asked, and I'm like, well, if I start cooking fish on my grill, I was worried that now you start getting a little bit of fish on that grill. Okay. Will my other okay. meats be there? And if other people don't like fish, so. So what you're saying is, if we all invest in a fish grill for you, we'll get fish <laughs> well, tacos then. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, right. Fuck it, let's just go get him a foreman. It's fine. <laughs> now, did Davis get tacos or the, your mother's tacos recently when he came over for... Oh, if he did. Because that's why I want to stir the pot here right now. Did he? Oh, if he did. That is sick. Oh, that is sick. Not for those. Not he was over recently, right? For, for a family party? Yeah. Okay. You didn't get them? Not those. They were the regular tacos. You're lucky, pal. Because I <laughs> swear to God, if you got them, you'd be so screwed right now that I was about to be sick. Now, okay, as we're on the Davis situation, can you please tell me the slingshot story 
with Davis. That's that's what I want. You know what? We're that's one of my favorite we're at stories. Fifty-five minutes right now. What I tell that's you? A good idea, right? Yes. That's and what I tell you. It go nice and quick, right? Yeah. Go nice and quick. Fifty-five minutes. We got a good, <laughs> good, you know, idea of your life and, and and hobbies and what you're doing right now. Lay it on me. What's the Davis slingshot story? I, I think Brandon could tell the story no, better. This is you. You're the uh, one who shot it. <laughs> You're the one who shot it. We were in high school, right? Yeah, it had to be high school. We, we, so we were in home. high school, and we had a couple of slingshots that we kept in our car because we thought it was funny to buy paintballs, and we'd shoot trees and signs Stop, with, our, with, our, with our paintballs in the slingshot. So, that was our Friday night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We, we, our, we, we were not the cool kids, I don't think. That's all right. I would have loved doing that with you guys. Yeah, I don't know. This is, this is great. Let's head to Buenos. So we'd drive them around and we'd we'd uh, shoot these paintballs. But So we had them in the car and I Brandon pitching, if you remember, because... I don't know what we were doing, but we were in my driveway. We were just with the crab apples. I there was crab apples. We, crab apples. Could you imagine getting slingshot by one of those? I think I don't we remember made, what you did to piss them off originally. I think we just kept doing it. I think no, you know what I think it was was maybe it was all three of us against him. Because it was you, me, was and Jimmy. It was, was you, me, Jimmy. Actually, maybe Rick. Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo was with you guys. No, no, it's no. Davis. <laughs> and Davis, and there was ton of crab apples and we started grabbing him and throwing him and yeah. i think it came to the point where it was all of us throwing him at davis <laughs> so so i think that's where it started where he wasn't happy and I'm like, we'll have him on and he can clarify his. oh story. yeah for sure that'll be for great too oh I, yeah I, it wouldn't surprise me if that we all went against davis yeah and i'm like oh i got a slingshot <laughs> I pull the slingshot and we're all hiding behind cars. I'm shooting at Davis. I'm shooting at Davis. Finally, I think he goes, stop. Yeah. Or he's like, stop. This isn't funny. And I go back. To s- yeah. What do you say? You let it go. You started like shit. You couldn't even have words to express how mad he was. And then he's out. He stepped out of behind wherever we were hiding. And, we all right behind cars, I think. And, and of course, I'm gonna let it go. Yeah. <laughs> Standing up, <laughs> so you shoot me. And you sh- I let it go. It's in the nuts. He <laughs> didn't flinch, folks. So it wasn't. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't a hard shot. It, it was a loud yeah. shot, but you were just like smiling. <laughs> let it go. And he does not say a word to us. Oh he gets into the car. And he peels out of my driveway. <laughs> I, I oh was it the fusion? Was it the it fusion he had? Oh, yeah, damn. I was going to say, it'd be way better if it was the fusion, it was the towel, too. Right? If he had the fusion. As he peels out, your hand's pulling into your house. <laughs> and our hands go, what's wrong with Davis? He's so nice. <laughs> I go, I go, oh, I don't know. And Brandon goes, Alex just shot him in the nuts with the crack <laughs> apple. Right into the bus. <laughs> and for all you women that don't know, nut shots are the worst. So don't ever give us shit about pregnancy and all that. W- nut shots are not hard. pleasant. Uh-huh. It was a lob shot. It was, <laughs> he was, it was just Bueno pissing him off, right under the skin. 
Oh. <laughs> well, I'm okay with that. I, I, I feel like that's a relationship Davis and I have. The other day, you what, were, what was I doing? Um, oh, the draft. I, yes. Oh, you were pissing him off big time too. So yeah, long. he chased you. He chased you. What did you do to him? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he Scott made those meatballs. Yeah. And I was waiting for him to grab a meatball, right. and I had a toothpick ready. <laughs> and as soon as he he was like digging for a meatball with a lot of sauce, finally picks it up, and I take my toothpick and I just hit it back into the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then he yells at me, and I run away. And then I go back, and I get the meatball, and he just takes his straight up hand and slams it right back into the. I wasn't there for the sleepover though, <laughs> with the gummy worms. I don't remember that one. Really? Your cousin was sticking the gummy worms in his mouth? <laughs> oh, okay. I wasn't there. Okay. <laughs> you remember it now because you look back and laugh. So I will give you this time to have this story. I, I think we're at the time. <laughs> I, no, come on. No, I, th- I think that, that one was just Davis had passed down in our basement. And we had gummy worms, so his mouth was open. So we started just. He, my cousin just started seeing how many gummy worms he could put in Davis's mouth. I, I completely forgot. About that. <laughs> I bet you did. This poor kid. It's like the nicest person in the world, but so are you, and so are you, and he just he goes through fucking hell. I don't give him hell. He gives him hell. <laughs> it's a love love relationship, not even love hate. It's a love love. So you're teaching him how to hunt, so yeah. yeah there we go. Yeah, we were hunting, and we were. This was this past week, and we're not seeing any birds. Nick had left. I start grabbing rocks and I start throwing it in his direction. <laughs> but well, that was good. It, it's all fun and games. Yeah, yeah, I, exactly. I, I didn't hit him. I wasn't trying to. Yeah, it's okay. It's that, okay if you that did. Time you deserve it if you got hit by that goddamn rock. You got that, pal. <laughs> well, you made it. Yeah. You did it. I was nervous. I, I know you were. And I know you said you were. But I appreciate you doing this. Brando, I appreciate you getting this guy on here no to, to do this. I felt it was necessary before the end of the season. It was so necessary. So I'm happy you came on and you had great stories. And, and you killed it. You killed it. You, you couldn't tell for one second that there was nervousness in you. It, it, you were fine. I'll tell you, there is no way I'm listening to it. <laughs> I absolutely hate listening to my voice. I'm if Davis listens to the end, though, he might be pissed. Yeah, you, <laughs> you guys no. brought it up. This is hey, listen, story. hey, don't start. You're starting to sound like Paige now, where you start pointing the finger at me. Okay, <laughs> don't don't throw it on my lap. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, before you go to sleep, turn off those candles. Yeah, yeah, yeah them turn them off or blow them out. Blow them out. <laughs> <laughs> That's. That's one thing I agree with you on, especially with, with this thing. Like, even when I watch videos of myself or I, I listen to the, these episodes, I'm like, oh, my God, I cannot listen to my voice. I can't do it. It drives me nuts. And I appreciate all of you guys and everyone that actually listens because I'm like, God bless all of you because I can't sit there and listen to it. I'm like, oh, I need to turn it off. Now I get through it. I get through it. But... I, I I also can't I, I don't I, I don't like listening to my, it's myself. Weird. It is. You do not sound anything like you think you're yeah. gonna sound. Yes. The only one who did was you and Droopy, I feel I mean the Wendell yeah. sounded like the Wendells. No, yeah. no but him you Droopy sound, sounds like Droopy. You yeah, yeah. sound <laughs> like yourself to but I'm talking about like 
when you hear your own voice recorded, like when I talk and I think this is how I sound, and then you hear and it, and then I hear it, I'm like, oh man, like the amount of times that I get called ma'am on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, anyone listening, I am a man, <laughs> not man. Some guys are like, man, this chick is hot. <laughs> she makes tacos. She tacos. She is muy bueno. <laughs> well, thank you guys for being on. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, thank you for being for on. Me. You're and we, welcome. yeah, we. Uh, this was a, a a very very good episode. I'm very happy with how it turned out. So we are we are checking out. We made it. Pfft, hour and three. Look at that. What I tell wow. you? Piece of cake, right? Quick. Yeah. Amen to that. <laughs> All right. We're closing out. Thanks, guys.